Hey Branches, it's Colin, and it's Thursday, February 22nd, and we're continuing our reading in Mark's Gospel together as we make our way to Easter. And we're in chapter 4 now, and we're going to see Jesus do something that he really likes to do if you read the other Gospels, which is teach in parables. The object of this teaching most often is the kingdom of God. He'll say the kingdom of God is like, and he'll tell one of these metaphorical, symbolic stories to kind of build a bridge between us and Jesus's world, build a bridge between what Jesus is trying to teach to help us understand. But in Mark's gospel, we get kind of a harsher look at why Jesus teaches in parables. He's pretty upfront about it. We'll see that today and maybe get a little hint at God's cosmic plan or the the mystery of what God plans to do in and through Jesus. So wherever you are today, this morning, this afternoon, you're winding down your day, we're glad that you're listening as we read Mark chapter 4, the first 25 verses. It says this, Again he began to teach beside the sea. Such a very large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat on the sea and sat there. And while the crowd was beside the sea on the land, he began to teach them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and it sprang up quickly, since it had no depth of soil. When the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Other seed fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. And he said, Let anyone with ears hear and listen. When he was alone, those who were around him, along with the twelve, asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything comes in parables, in order that they may indeed look but not perceive, may indeed listen but not understand so that they may not turn again and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy. But they have no root and endure only for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word... Immediately they fall away. And others are those sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word. But the cares of the world and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. He said to them, Is a lamp brought in, brought in to be put under the bushel basket or under the bed and not on the lampstand? For there's nothing hidden except to be disclosed, nor is anything secret except to come to light. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. And he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given you. For to those who have more, more will be given. And for those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. Tough Jesus today. Uh, Kind of thorny, prickly Jesus as we read his direct and kind of pointed words to the disciples. This image of a sower going out into the field and planting and sowing seed is a common apocalyptic image. And when I say apocalyptic, apocalyptic, I don't mean the end of the world, but I mean it's kind of an unveiling of what's underneath the kind of common things we see in the world around us. The prophet Daniel is a good example of this 
prophet Isaiah and then others uh, of Jesus' teaching in the Gospels kind of give us this insight that that Jesus uh, is the means by which uh, God is planting something new in the world. And, and over the course of time, that thing will spring up and it will shock and surprise everyone. Now, the most common interpretation of this um, parable is that it's about spreading the good news of the gospel and the re- receptivity or lack of receptivity of that gospel. And so we get Jesus's explanation of this, this seed that's going under these different types of soil. If you look in uh, verse 11, Jesus says, and he said to them following the um, parable, to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything comes in parables. They ask him, Jesus, why do you teach in this way? Like, why can't you just be upfront and direct? And Jesus's explanation in Mark is actually pretty different than the same sort of explanation he gives in Matthew and Luke. Here he says it's to confound, maybe even confuse, or to put up a barrier. But he says, to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. The word here used for secret is mysterion. Uh, Paul uses it in Romans, and it is sometimes translated actually mystery, that God is doing this mysterious, secretive maybe. We see Jesus kind of keeping secret his identity underneath the surface thing, this cosmic thing. And Jesus says, you get an insight into what's actually going on. People on the outside, however, Mark's Jesus says, are kind of left out. They're kind of confounded by it. Now, when I'm confronted with this explanation of Jesus' uh, uh, parable here, uh, I kind of have two ways of thinking about it. One, there's actually room in scholarship, people say this, that maybe this was an added explanation after Jesus' resurrection. This is actually Mark's commentary put into Jesus' mouth. Fair, we can think about it that way. But if we want to say, okay, this is an accurate account of what Jesus actually said, Jesus might also, prior to his resurrection, be saying, right now, in this moment, it's to confound and confuse because first, I'm going to let you in on the secret and then that secret and concentric circles going outward like a like a ripple in a pond is going to extend. But for now, it's going to confound and confuse people. For now, it's going to make them puzzled. But then later, they'll have this aha moment and they'll get it. Jesus really, in Mark, you probably have been noticing four chapters in, uh, has kind of a, an attention to ideas of disclosure and things that are hidden, things that are secret and things that are open to understand. So I appreciate Mark, if he wrote it or if he's recording what Jesus actually said, kind of giving us an insight. Why does Jesus teach in this way? Because even now, even 2,000 years removed, we read any of Jesus' parables and we maybe have a general idea of what he meant, but we don't have like the clearest, most accurate picture. And I think that's because, well, at least from my perspective, the kingdom of God is so beyond anything we could actually describe. The only thing that would help us get us there is a metaphor about sowers and seed in the field, or in Luke's case, in Luke 10, a lost coin or a lost sheep or a lost son, that the only way we can maybe even begin to grasp, begin to understand what God is seeking to do in Jesus is to hear one of these stories. And like the word planted on different types of soil, we want to cultivate hearts that can receive it and for it to bear fruit. Okay, last thing. Jesus says this, another difficult saying, for those who have, more will be given And from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. Jesus is warning the hearers of his word. Now that you have this ear inside what's going on, now that you understand, now that you've been given this secret, you have a lot of responsibility. This is kind of Jesus's Uncle Ben to Spider-Man moment. With great power comes great responsibility. With the secret of the kingdom of God, you now have the opportunity to do something with it. But If you don't have it, if it doesn't take root, if you have nothing, even that will be taken away. 
Jesus's harsh words are challenging, but I will say, even in reading it today, they get your attention. I hope Jesus's words got your attention today too. And I hope as you continue to read, you'll see Jesus kind of lean in and poke and prod and say some shocking things to get your attention, but also that he's this inviting, winsome, embracing, kind of uh, gathering sort of teacher and Messiah. Jesus is both and. Maybe Mark leans a little more on the prickly side, but to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. You hear Jesus's explanation, whether it's actually from Mark or from him. Cultivate a heart, cultivate soil in your life that will allow that word, that good news about who Jesus is, to spring up and bear fruit 30, 60, even 100 fold. Thanks for listening today.